1: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. (laughs) And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. All really helps out and let's crack straight on with today's stories. And our first story comes from salty enthusiasm 5986 titled Am I the arsehole for telling my sister that her wedding will never be that important to me my sister is getting married and I'm a bridesmaid. The dresses she picked for the bridesmaids were a shade of light orange and pink tones. I'm not a fan of pink at all, but it's a dress. I can handle it. As usual, in every wedding, if you're a bridesmaid, you're expected to pay for the dress. The dress cost $150. That already for me is a huge sacrifice, paying $150 for a dress I'll never wear again. I have some visible hand and arm tattoos. I have a back tattoo, which will be visible because the dress is backless and my hair is brown with some pink highlights. My sister demands that I dye my hair brown and get rid of the pink highlights. She also demands that I cover my tattoos with body makeup because she wouldn't like having me with pink hair and tattoos in the wedding pictures and that bridesmaids are supposed to look classy. And if I have pink hair and tattoos visible, people will focus on my crazy style than the bride and groom. I told her, I'm not doing any of that. The conversation went like this. My sister, the bride said, what do you mean you're not? You bought a dress you hated and you have an objection on temporarily hiding your tattoos and dyeing your hair. It's not like you can't dye your highlights back after the wedding is over. Try to understand where I'm coming from. I said, you knew I had dyed hair and tattoos when you asked me to be a bridesmaid. This is how I love myself and it's insulting how you expect me to change myself like this so you can have your picture perfect wedding. I bought the dress because it's a dress. You expect me to be someone else for this day. This is how I am and I've been like this for years. Why are you suddenly surprised? My sister says, I didn't think my own sister would throw a tantrum over fucking tattoos and fucking hair. It's my wedding, so yes, I want it to be perfect. And either you go with it or you're out of the bridal party. I say, well, I'm out then. Your wedding is not that important to me to lead me to a point of changing myself. You either accept me like this or you don't. Don't expect me to change because you're scared of not having a classy wedding because of me. Blessings. Since then, my parents and my brother have called me and have cursed me out for not honoring my sister's wishes. Am I the arsehole? Now, this is a definite not the arsehole from me, and I'm always surprised the way, you know, the bride invited her to be part of the party and then turned around and said, well, I want you to dye your hair and cover your tattoos up. I basically want to hide who you are. What kind of entitlement is that? And I can't believe someone would actually ask this. You know, if you don't want to see that at your wedding, don't invite them to be a part of the bridal party. It's as simple as that to me. Definitely not the arsehole. But had to sign up for this says not the arsehole. I'm sorry, but your sister is on fire here. She basically called you trashy. Let's be real, that's what she is saying. Honestly, maybe you could have let covering the tattoo shit pass if she hadn't gone there, but the hair? What, it's not like it's cheap to re your hair. Plus, you match for fuck's sake. And OP replied saying, I spent hundreds to simply re-dye my roots and do a simple touch-up. If I have to redo this whole thing, add bleach to the mix and it's getting more expensive. Plus, I can't trust any hairstylist to do my hair because some stylists have burnt my hair before. SK111W says, not the asshole. I've said this before, but a lot of brides don't want people at their weddings. They want background actors. If her condition for being a bridesmaid is looking as unlike you as possible, maybe she'd ask someone who isn't you to do it or just appreciate the time, money, and energy that you've already been willing to devote to her instead of demanding more. OP replies to her saying, my sister is acting like what you described, like she wants actors at her wedding so she'd have the picture-perfect photos and videos. She doesn't even seem to be enjoying the idea of planning or enjoying her wedding experience. She's only focused on everything being 100% flawless. To which Faux Fox replies to that one saying, your sister is going about this the wrong way. I'm getting married in two months and the most important thing besides getting to marry my future husband is to have my friends and family there. And that means as they are now and as they are as people. Hell, my friends like to dye their hair and have some fun colors and I helped pick one that would go well with her dress. She was afraid of standing out too much and I was like, girl, do what you want. Totally not the asshole. If you end up attending as a guest, go as you are. Psych, I'm an idiot, says not the asshole. Unless she's blind, she knew what you looked like before she ever asked you. It's unreasonable to ask someone to completely change their appearance just because it doesn't fit your ideal. Honestly, just seems like she wanted her sister to be in the bridal party rather than you being in the bridal party, if that makes any sense. OP replies saying, makes perfect sense. I'm scared, she asked me to be out of obligation because she was scared she'd get judged if her sister wasn't a bridesmaid, but her friends were. I don't think she wanted me there in the first place or else she wouldn't have asked me. She's just scared of the judgment and best state she'd get from her relatives. And one more from Hunter Dangerous 1366 who says, not the asshole." another bride who wants an aesthetically pleasing photos for Instagram. You're not wrong at all. Her wedding will never be that important to you because, you know, it's not your wedding. ETA, I'd return and sell the dress too. $150 for a dress you don't like and won't wear again isn't loose change. Now, what do you guys make of this one how would you feel you know if you've got tattoos or hair dye or whatever and you was asked to be a part of a bridal party and then asked to change the way you look how would you feel about that how would you act let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and our next story is from green airy and i saw this one and i thought oh it's got to be a nightmare neighbors and it's titled am i the asshole for refusing to move after downstairs neighbor has made numerous noise complaints about our daily life (laughs) my partner and i moved into a new apartment a few months ago our first week there the landlord called to tell us that she received a noise complaint from our neighbor who lives on the floor below us saying that there was a lot of loud thuds coming from our apartment We were building furniture and moving boxes, but I assured her that we're pretty much done moving in and that there would not be moving noises coming from our apartment anymore. This weekend, as I was doing some chores, at 11 a.m., vacuuming, doing dishes, cleaning litter boxes, and watering plants, our neighbor started banging on their ceiling, our floor. Sure, I was having to step on and off a chair to reach the plants, but I'm not stomping or jumping on the floor. To be fair, the walls and floors are thin, We can hear our neighbors above us who like to play music really loud, but we understand this is just a side effect of apartment living. It's not like you can expect silence. My partner and I are quiet, respectful and considerate. We would never go out of our way to be extra loud and annoy our neighbors. Although this lady makes me want to buy a trampoline to bounce on at all hours of the day. She submitted another noise complaint about us to our landlady last week as well. I really can't understand what her problem is. My partner and I both work 60-hour work weeks, so we are never home, and if we are, we are working quietly on our computers most of the time. It is almost as if she would prefer that we don't exist, but since I cannot grant that request, I don't know what to do. Are we the assholes in this situation? I cannot imagine that our day-to-day life can be bothering this lady as much as she insists. Our landlord asked us if we are willing to move, but I don't think we are this is her problem and if she needs complete silence then she should move we have lived in an apartment for five years now and have never received a noise complaint before am i the arsehole now i've never lived in an apartment before but i kind of sort of come into this one with if you're living in an apartment maybe it's kind of expected to hear a bit of noise from your neighbors especially from the floor above I mean, these people got to live their lives, they can't tiptoe around all day, surely. Everything that you described is pretty reasonable, like at 11 a.m, cleaning your house, hoovering or all that sort of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. And even if landlord asks you to move, they're just gonna have the same situation with the next neighbors. So why isn't this other person being asked to move as well? Not the asshole to me, but maybe I'm gonna be wrong in this and some people that, that live in apartments are gonna put me right. But White Staunton says the woman has unreasonable expectations. Watering plants and hoovering at 11 a.m. can hardly be considered a noise nuisance. You should ask, has the landlord had complaints about previous tenants from her? Point out your work hours and the fact that you're almost never home and your right to reasonable enjoyment of your home and hygiene. Plank and 12 says, I had a downstairs neighbor like that. She was constantly complaining about noise. She tried to force her way into my apartment to inspect if I had the required 65% of the floor covered in rugs. I think the point the management company stopped listening to her was when she had twice complained about loud partying in my unit and I could prove I was not even in the state. I also filmed her banging on my door yelling for me to stop stomping around as I was walking into the building after work. Unless there was a ghost, no one was in my unit to stomp. I changed jobs and ended up spending most of my time at my boyfriend's house as he was closer to my new office. After six months of me not living in my place, I moved out. When I went to grab my security deposit and drop my keys, the girls at the management company told me, crazy lady in 1D was at it again. She started complaining on day three of the new guy moving in. They told him not to worry as they had offered her my top unit when I moved out, but she turned it down. And again, whenever we read a neighbor story, it always reminds me of Nightmare Neighbors. And some people, they just, I think they just get so bored that they have to complain about any little thing they can. They're stuck in their apartment all day, so they have to fabricate something that they can cause a bit of drama about. And that's what I see on these programs that I watch all the time. It seems like the most bored ones who are at home all the time have beef to pick with their neighbors. May not be in this situation, but that's the way it feels. Soul Surging says, not the arsehole, like you said, if she wants quiet, then she should be the one to move. Most people realize that apartment living means hearing your neighbors at all hours of the day. Moondoggy1960 says, not the asshole. the real tell here that your neighbor is unreasonable is complaining about noise from regular household life at 11 a.m. on a weekend succulent empress says not the arsehole people seem to expect home living from from an apartment lifestyle but the fact remains that sometimes human beings live above other human beings human beings of any size contain a great deal of water that water has weight these facts assure an amount of above head noise from people who choose to live in an apartment below other humans no matter how considerate hang in there live your life your landlady is just annoyed by the woman as you are and that's apartment living sometimes but you're not in the wrong you just live in an upstairs apartment with a wacko below you and neighbor stories always bring stories within stories so i have gotta cover this one as well from a duck named phil who said not the arsehole and quotes our landlord asked us if we're willing to move but i don't think we are this is her problem and if she needs complete silence then she should move And then goes on to say true that she should move but as long as she's acting like this it is your problem i had a psycho lower neighbor in my last apartment i documented every time a cop security or the landlord showed up and what the petty as fuck reason was for it which established a record of harassment that the landlord could then act on apparently she had done this to the last three neighbors getting them kicked out and even chased one of them with a gun who left on his own volition she used to empty a cat litter on my front doorstep and one day she left this giant gilded Bible on my doorstep and told me that God doesn't want me there. The proof was in the Bible, I guess. I even tried calling her family to let them know the meds aren't working and they told me to stay away from her because she's dangerous and they have gone no contact. I decided to spare us all and waited until the middle of the night and to start jumping up and down and violently on the metal spiral staircase which reverberated down into a bedroom. I knew she'd call and make a noise complaint. When I saw security enter my property, I stopped and waited in the dark house. They knocked on the door and I feigned being woken up. They left and I did it about three more times. The security company said she was harassing people again and it wasn't a legit complaint and that was the last straw. They refused to renew her at least the next month. She was incandescent with a rage at my getting her kicked out and her kids had to come sort her out slash take her to get psychiatric help. I feel bad, yes. However, I had little kids in my house and I was scared for them at that point. What if she threw them off the third-story balcony because crazy lady reasons? My kids were quiet and that was never one of those things she complained about, but I wasn't taking any more chances. The rest of the neighbors were overjoyed. Keeping records gave the property what they needed to ouster. Holy moly. Anyway, I've gone off on stories on stories and we've probably lost the main point here. But what do you guys think of this situation? What would you do if you lived in an apartment and your below neighbor kept complaining about noise complaints while you're just doing everyday things? What can you do? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. And our next story comes from kahoots 21 who asks, am I the asshole for asking my spouse to forgive my mum and my sister? I've been married to my wife for eight years. The very first day my family met her, my mum turned her back to her and ignored her. And my sister came out asking if she was ever going to see the triplets again. My ex-girlfriend had kids from a previous relationship. I was so damn pissed and embarrassed, but my SO handled it like a champ and acted like nothing. When we got home, she cried and was really disappointed. She had been looking forward to meeting everyone. I texted both my mum and sister and chastised them both for their rude behaviour, and my mum's reason was because she really liked my ex and her kids. Same for my sister. I took my SO to my mum's for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and my mum and sister were still standoffish. After we left, my SO said she didn't want to go over anymore, and I promised her she wouldn't. I asked her to marry me a few months after and we didn't invite any of my family to our ceremony. Not her choice. She said I was more than welcome to but I didn't think my family deserved to be there. Then my mum found out and reached out and asked if we would like to have dinner. My SO encouraged me to go but she had no desire to. I went and it ended up being a party in an Italian restaurant with all my family. They were all asking for my wife and it was so damn uncomfortable having to make an excuse but I understood." My wife has stayed away but does help me buy gifts for everyone's birthdays and holidays and goes with me to visit my grandparents. Now my sister's daughter was diagnosed with cancer this month. My wife has been incredibly helpful and has assisted in any way possible and I was hoping this would lead to everyone forgetting the past. I asked my wife if she'd consider coming round to my mum's and she refused. I told her I didn't understand why. All this drama was eight years ago and she was doing all this nice stuff for them right now. She said helping out is the right thing to do, but that doesn't mean she has to be friends with them. I did raise my voice and told her that being stubborn helps no one, and she called me an asshole for not understanding. So am I the asshole? And there is like a full caps reply to the comments below, which we'll cover in a moment, but absolutely, yes, you're going to be the asshole in this situation. It sounds like your SO is an absolutely amazing person to help your family out, you know, when they treated her this way in the past because it's the right thing to do. I think that's an absolutely amazing attitude to have. But does mum and the sister deserve forgiveness for the way they treated her in the past? It seems like the SO certainly does not. And one thing I didn't understand, when you got invited to that party at the Italian restaurant with your family and they were all asking for your wife and you was uncomfortable and you made an excuse. I don't understand why you made an excuse when, you know, your family wasn't even allowed to your wedding because of what they'd done. They should know why your wife isn't there, right? And you should have just told them, she's not here from what you've done in the past. Simple as, really. And I know it's difficult with family, but they should know the truth. So they can understand what they've done. And I'm pretty sure they must already know. Come on now. And I was looking in OP's history to see if they've replied to any of the comments, and they've replied to one from Ms. Kingley who asks I just am so confused. How do you not invite your family to your wedding, and then think things are going to just miraculously be fine, and go away without ever addressing the issue? Like not inviting family to a wedding in a relationship is relationship breaking in many families. I'm sorry for your wife, who is likely too nice, as you've mentioned she is. To point out BS, that you likely do that is a direct result of your absolutely convoluted and misguided ideas of how conflict resolution works. As in, I assume you don't even know what conflict resolution is. Do you just let arguments with your wife go unaddressed and undiscussed? If not, then how in the world could you expect this issue to? Honestly, you have got to be a troll because I can't imagine putting up with a character you've made yourself out to be. To which OP reply said, I mentioned only four big gatherings. In between those, there were times when we'd see my mum or sis at my grandma's and they wouldn't even acknowledge her. I didn't let it slide, I'd call them out after. My wife wouldn't have liked the public scene. They both wouldn't acknowledge their wrongdoing and they'd say something like, What are you even talking about? We didn't even do anything. Or, Oh well, I've asked what the hell their problem is, but they've never told me. We really have no idea. My wife thinks maybe it's because we spent too much time together and they wanted me around more. And this is the only issue we have. My wife is a mental health associate and is really easygoing and understanding. We talk things out. She isn't bothered by my family. She's the one who took over when my niece got sick and they accepted it without acknowledging anything. There's been no apology, no reaching out other than the party. And my mum's text was informal. It was basically, hey, meet us at basic Italian restaurant for dinner. My mom has never once asked me for my wife or to see how she's doing. My wife always encouraged me to continue visiting everyone. She's never kept me away, and now I'm realizing. My wife has never made a big deal about any of it, so it was never a big thing. But Shell says you're the asshole. Your wife is a saint for helping out and being kind when the situation obviously calls for it, but she doesn't have to forgive people who treated her like shit for years and years, and it's extremely unsupportive for you to keep asking her to. Sick of driving, 007 says, You're the biggest a hole. Did your mum or sister even bother apologising to your wife? Sounds like they continued their shitty behaviour towards her even after you called them out on it. To which Opie replied, You're absolutely correct. Man, you all have opened my dumb eyes. So you can see where this update's gonna go. <laughs> Jeep Naked says, You're the asshole. yes, you are an arsehole. You promised her she didn't have to go back, so why are you trying to make her now? And Multiphase says, everyone sucks here except your wife. You say in the comments that your mother and sister have never apologized and you seem to be very certain that they never will. Why should your wife forgive them for something like that when they're not even sorry they did it? OP replies once again saying, I don't even know. Everyone here is making me see things in a different light. I think it's because I know my wife sees the good in people. Maybe if she forgave them, she could see that they made a mistake but they never even apologized and that's on me for not demanding one. So, update. Thank you all for opening my eyes. I've never felt so attacked, lol, but I'm grateful for it all. I've totally changed my way of thinking. My wife is amazing and the last thing I want is to take her around people who don't have her best interest at heart. Unfortunately, it took advice from strangers for me to see. Nonetheless, I am thankful. I can't reply to everyone. I have a lot of making up to do. My wife has read so many comments and would like you all to know she is very thankful to see so much support. She says she will always feel guilty about staying away but feels better about her decision. At the end of the day, my wife deserves peace and I will not force her to do anything she doesn't like. She is pretty gleeful right now, lol. Thank you all and I think it's always pretty nice you know when someone's realized that they made a mistake being called an arsehole multiple times that they come back in and say you know I did mess up I am sorry and I am looking at things in a different way I think it's only a positive right but let me know what your thoughts are on this story in the comments below and we'll move on to another one and our next story comes from depressed side 3077 who asks am i the asshole for breaking my promise to my husband letting others meet our newborn before him i female 25 moved away from my town until my husband's male 32 hometown after we got married the main reason is because he suffers from a medical chronic condition and needs to be near his family I was pregnant with our first baby and was nearing my due date when my husband had to travel out of town for work for two weeks. Because of this, he couldn't be with me in the delivery room, which wasn't expected. I wanted to ask mum to come be with me, but he assured me that his family are there to help and I shouldn't be worried. He then made me promise that I don't let anyone see our son for the first time in person before him, besides his stepmom who was supposed to be there for me, and I agreed. His stepmom was with me when I went into labor, but she stayed away since she is the type that doesn't get too involved and keeps a distance. She's also the I don't do diapers type, meaning she doesn't offer help with a baby and I shouldn't be expecting it. She dropped me and my son off at home and asked that I only call if there's an emergency. I felt helpless. I asked my neighbor for a few favors, but needed real help with a baby. So I called my mum she knew i'd just given birth and asked if she could come help me and she drove four hours to come stay with me she helped out tremendously and i'm so so grateful for that my husband stayed away for a few more days then came home once he saw my mum, he got so upset repeatedly saying i broke the promise that i made him by not letting others meet our son before him and i explained that i needed help and he brought up his stepmom but i replied that she dropped me off and left and that's it Besides, he and Mum are on good terms. I don't get why he was mad she met her. She met her grandbaby, which was inevitable. He said it wasn't about Mum since it could have been anybody else, but it was about me disrespecting his wishes and breaking the promise I made. He reminded me that he's also the parent and gets a say too. At this point, I said he was overreacting, but he replied that I forever tainted the memory of his son's birth and broke his trust and proved to him that my word is worth shit now. Mum tried to give us space, but I said she did nothing wrong. She came to help after his stepmom left, so I can't be blamed for asking for help. He told me to stop giving him excuses and admit I wronged him with what I did and then started avoiding me and I just kept focusing his attention on our son. He keeps acting cold towards me, calling me a selfish promise breaker and expecting me to make it up to him. He wanted an apology, but I haven't given him that yet. Am I the asshole? Eta, we did talk to each other on the phone several times, and he already knew that his stepmom refused to stay with me, and told me to just call if something happens. But I didn't tell him about calling my mum, knowing how he'd react, and decided to wait till he got home so we could talk about it. Now I don't know if it's going to be an arseholeish thing with what I'm going to say. Surely, if he knew the due date, if he doesn't get some sort of paternity leave, he could have booked those days off anyway. Any work that I would have been with, and I again, it may be an arseholeish thing to say because I. I guess not all workplaces are like this, but any workplace I've ever been with would have automatically allowed you to have that time off if you needed it, if your baby was due around that time when the baby is born. So to me, everything he was saying in this doesn't bloody matter because even when the baby was born, the husband still stayed away for a few more days, then came home. And instead of coming home and thinking, thank God, my wife, my baby is safe. They're being looked after by people that love them. You come home and throw a little hissy fit that you didn't get to see the baby first and and tainted the birth of the child, quoting the post, even though he wasn't bloody there to begin with, the cheeky so-and-so. Not the arsehole from me. I'm going off on one here. Cake Eating Rabbit says, not the arsehole. He prevented you from organizing help for yourself. He didn't come home after the birth. My SO would be single, and I mean that. Croc of Pot says he needs to live in his hometown because of a chronic medical condition, but goes out of town for two weeks when his kid is being born. Like I know there are some professions where that would be a thing, but the imbalance there leapt out at me. What about your needs? What about your recovery? Your husband is isolating you at a time you need support most, not the asshole. Spam says not the arsehole, but your husband is for so many reasons. The best part is that he thinks it tainted the memory of his son's birth. He wasn't even there, so he has no memory of it and thus has no say in how you wanted things handled. Zero, nada. OP replies saying, I agree that what he said hurt me deeply. He managed to make me feel as if I betrayed him, though I was hesitant about making this promise to him. Now I regret it, but as a first time mum, I didn't really know it was going to be hard. Yes, I already communicated with him after his stepmom declined to help, but didn't tell him I called mum, thinking we'd talk about it in person but he didn't take it well, even after I explained so. Kajol a reply to that one saying, you didn't betray him, he betrayed you. As your partner, he should have been there with you in the delivery room, not his stepmom. No work is more important than being with your partner when they're going through such an incredibly important experience. He betrayed you a second time when you let him know that his stepmom wasn't helping and he didn't jump on the next plane to come back. He betrayed you a third time when he refused to see the situation from your side and instead chose to gaslight and emotionally abuse you. OP, you are not the arsehole and you deserve so much better than this. And let's have one more from Dig Dug Dog Dunn, who says, just wow. You know, they say a classic sign of an abusive, yes, I'm going there partner is they try to separate you or shut out your family. Think coal miner's daughter. My eyebrows were raised when Opie said they wanted their mum at the birth and her husband said no. For what reason? This already shows there was a problem well before Opie broke her promise. All the husband cared about when he got home was focusing on berating the mother of his firstborn, not the joy of creating a family or having a new child. I have a suspicion there are and were a mounting of other issues with this guy, his family, and their marriage that she's not mentioning, or at least not acknowledging. Not the arsehole, but definitely there's more here. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in OP shoes. How would you feel in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge, huge thank you for spending your time with me today. If you've made it this far, let me know what you're doing whilst you're listening. As always, I absolutely love it to hear it it's one of my favorite things whilst listening and as i always say i don't mean it in a big headed way but to think that you know my voice is in lots of different countries and places people flying planes driving trucks it's absolute madness isn't it (laughs) thank you so much for your love your support and your time and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love